Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? You know where we are. Unleash World. Paris, France. The Chad and Cheese Podcast is what you're listening to. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined as always, Chad Sowash. And today we welcome Joe Mills, co-founder and chief experience officer at Fuel 50. And also a Kiwi? Yeah, New Zealand, that's very nice. I think our first New Zealander. So, do you go by CXO because they're all all the C suites? Is, is, is that is that what it is? Yeah. So basically, um, I'm responsible for the experience our customers have with our product. So post sale, they come into my hands, and my ah. team do all of the onboarding, all of the consulting work. And basically caretake them from there as well. So customer success on the chief level. Yes, correct. Okay. I mean, because that says something about the organization. Yeah. That from a retention standpoint, they you, care. Don't, you don't see most companies take it up that far. You might have a VP of customer success, but you never have somebody in the C-suite yeah. focused on retention, customer success, those types of things. Agreed. So a lot of our listeners don't know Fuel 50. Give us the quick elevator pitch. Sure. So we're an HR talent management, uh, talent marketplace software. So what we do is we help people figure out what they're good at, their skills at work, and then we help them to match that to opportunities within the organization. So gigs, mentors, roles, journeys, etc. And then at the HR lens, they're able to mine that data to fulfill talent vacancies, etc. Upskilling. Yeah. All the kids are doing it. Data. Well, it upskilling. You can use the data for just about anything within an organization, right? Depending yeah. on where, where you want to go, whether yeah, spot it's on. upward mobility, all that other fun stuff. So question is, everybody's talking about skills. Correct. Skills, skills. It seems to be the new AI this year, right? So tell us about skills. How do you guys actually ingest skills so that you know? Because I mean, 
to me, it seems like if you look at somebody's resume, how, how can you actually absorb skills out of it? Do you have like a, a certain questionnaire? Do you have a chat bot? How do you actually absorb that, that data? Yeah, it's a really good question. And you've hit the nail on the head talking about AI as the buzzword of the last few years ago. And now yeah. everyone is talking about skills for a very good reason. Because what is fueling your AI but data? And if you've got really rubbish data around skills, yeah. basically your AI is meaningless. So organizations are now looking to, to what's under the hood, what's behind the surface, and what skills are fueling that marketplace and that data experience. So what we do really differently is we uh, fuel the AI with a really robust data source. We have a team of IO psychologists out of South Africa who basically research and understand what's happening in the world of work. Uh -huh. They look at today and tomorrow. We, of course, leverage big data as well, but we apply a level of human intelligence, which means that the skills data that people are assessing themselves against, that they're looking at for learning, is a really robust foundational skills data. Okay. That means that the data you're getting is useful for the organization. So you said the human layer. What's the human layer? Are those yeah. IO psychologists in yeah. South Africa? Is that what we're talking about? Human yeah. League. I love that band. The Human League? Yeah. Yes. They're fueled by Human League. Yeah. It's, it's a level of human intelligence over big data. So they curate the data and we also apply a DE&I review. So all of our skills data goes to a third party and they look at it to make sure it's not got biased language, it's not really dated skills language, that it is going to serve the company well when they're helping people to focus in on, on those skills for their own careers. Gotcha. If I'm a company that's looking to get into this, leveraging my current workforce to, to the best of my ability, what are some things that I should be doing? What questions should I be asking? How do I sell this to upper management? What are the numbers around the benefits? Like, just get me started on how to get involved with this. Yeah. And I think that's a really important question of how do you sell it to upper management? But the answer is really around what are we thinking of in terms of our future organization? What are the pain points that are stopping us as a business being successful? And the number one pain point is obviously talent retention and talent acquisition. So you really want to make sure that you're understanding the workplace and the workforce that you've got today. Uh -huh. what, are, what are the skills that you need that are your unique selling point? What's going to differentiate you in the market? And then make sure that you're developing people for those particular skill sets. You don't want a generic list of skills. You don't want a list of skills that your competitors have and are identical. You really want to make sure you're focusing in on what makes you different and growing people for that differentiator. Any numbers on that? I mean, bottom line stuff. Here's what kind of numbers we can expect with retention yeah. and recruitment. Yeah. Have you guys done that research? Yeah. So uh, employees that use Fuel 50 um, more than five times have a 60% higher chance of retaining, staying with the business. We also have... A, Six zero. Yeah. That's a big a, number, It's significant. <laughs> and you think about it, like you're tapping into what's important to people. You're helping them to focus and have that clarity about where they can go. Yeah. Why wouldn't they stay? Sure. That's a good question. But one of the biggest problems we've seen in the industry is that who's in charge of retention? Is it talent acquisition? Is it HR? Is it the actual departments themselves? That's been the, the pain in the ass for most organizations. Like our retention sucks. Who's responsible? I have no clue who's responsible. So you being the organization that you're trying to get penetration into these organizations to preach and teach, 
who do you talk to? Yeah. So we have a number of different buyers. So uh-huh. historically, it has been the talent management team who are looking to really support internal mobility within their organization. Uh-huh. Increasingly, talent acquisition are part of that process. And for good reason. One of the challenges that our TA uh, clients are coming to us with is that they don't know the skill sets of people in their business. And they're embarrassed because they know there's talent out there, but they've got no way of tapping into it. Right. And when they do tap into that talent, the information they have is really dated. So what they're looking for from us is up-to-date employee profiles and the ability to mine all of those folk that they didn't even know about. Yes, upward mobility, which means retention. Yeah. Right? Okay. What else? Because there's more. But wait, there's more. Do you help employees understand the skills that they might need to be able to go to different departments, to different positions and those types of things? Yeah. So employees are really crying out for an understanding of what they should focus on. So they've got masses of tools at their disposal, whether it's learning or gigs or mentoring. They've got all these things they can use, Mm -hmm. but they don't know where to focus their attention. Right. So what we do is we provide a curated experience, which surfaces up these opportunities in a really targeted way and gives them options. Because at the end of the day, that's what employees are looking for. They want to know that as the world changes, they've developed the skills they need uh-huh. to have options for their own future and to feel confident that no matter what the world throws at them, you know, we've seen so much um, turmoil over the last few years. Employees want that confidence that they've got the skills they need to protect themselves and to have choices. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? 
there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Let's talk about that for a second. So the, the world has changed for sure in the past couple of years with the pandemic. We're more work from home than ever before. We're more remote and companies are struggling with engagement. How do we engage with employees that aren't in an office, you know, five days a week? How has Fuel50's view products evolved over that time to help companies uh, find that engagement and create that mobilization, that retention and recruiting benefit? It's actually really interesting. So our original product was really focused around career engagers, like what's important to your work, what gets you out of bed in the morning. So that was our our foundational product. And that's the product that's really coming to life right now. Because what's important to employees is feeling that purpose and being heard by their leaders. And so Fuel 50 allows leaders to have meaningful conversations about what drives me at work, what's important to me, where am I satisfied right now and not satisfied? And as a leader, how can you facilitate micro changes in my working environment to make me feel more satisfied? And so it's those conversations that are becoming more and more important now as people work from home. You know, we need to facilitate moments where leaders can really deeply understand their people and hear them and and, and respond in a way that helps them to get what they need from their current role. So why did you and Anne start this company? What what was the major reason? Was there a lot of research and, and development or did you just have an experience that was like, this is bullshit. We, we need to change this. Yeah. Female okay. co-founders. Yeah. yeah. A, a bit of both. Of a bit of both. So Anne's probably got a slightly different origin story than I do. Okay. So, yeah. But basically we were working together uh, post the GFC crisis and we were doing a lot of work with ro- people whose roles had been disestablished or made redundant. And the people I was working with were really shocked and um, surprised by the fact that they were out of a job. And it really resonated with me because when I was a young girl, my father had his role restructured and he was also shocked and distressed. Ah. And we sat down and it, was, it felt like there must be a better way. We were like the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. But if we'd helped people understand their skills, grow their capability so that they had options when change happened, yeah. they would be in a much better state. And so the technology has really just enabled us to do that en masse. So as opposed to coaching individuals and helping them grow their careers, we're now coaching millions of people across the globe through the technology. Scale. Yeah. Scale. Did you think that you would get to this kind of scale when you started? Because that's massive. Yeah. I mean, we always had such a big vision and dream. Uh-huh. And, we, and our purpose is really around how do we help people have a better workplace experience? And enterprise organizations is where we have the most impact because there's more people. Yes. So scale was always part of our journey. But yeah, I'm amazed. I, I, every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe we're working with these incredible companies that share our vision that are getting these results for their people. More and more companies now are having their own events, their own in-person 
conferences, if you will, and, and you guys are no stranger to that. You have a conference called Fuel X that's coming up in November. What a great name. What yeah. what can attendees expect? Where can they learn more? Talk about Fuel X. Yeah, well, definitely we have a Fuel X conference every year. The current one in November the 11th is in London. Go to our website, fuel50.com, to register and learn more going to be really cool. But what we find is the most benefit for attendees is that they just work, walk away with such amazing networks. Our clients love to collaborate with each other. They really love to support each other in terms of learning and growth and ideas. Uh-huh. And every conference I have our clients coming back to me and saying, you know, I loved it. I love the speakers, but gosh, I met some amazing people who now I can tap into to help me with my job. That is Joe Mills, everybody, co-founder and chief experience officer at Fuel50. <laughs> Joe, if our listeners want to learn more about Fuel50, Fuel 50 or Fuel X, where do you send them? Come to our website, fuel50.com. We've got lots of thought leadership, white papers, uh, lovely case studies to learn more. And also you can register for Fuel X. Thanks for joining us, Chad. Another one is in the can. We, we out. out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast. The Chad. The Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.